cold open. Did I do it? Did I do a good job, everybody? Yeah. Um. That is about all <laughs> that you can expect from this podcast. Hello, everyone. It's me, Prince Devin. You're listening to the Quality Podcast Hour, where we do podcasting of quality for about an hour. Yeah, that's the name of the podcast and also a description of it. Yeah. Um, see, hello, my name... See, the thing is... we. My name is Amber Autumn, she, her. <laughs> the thing is, we do quality podcasting for an hour, but the, the podcast is usually like, I don't know, like 30 hours long, so, you know, it's a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we, we really stretch it out. Um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's, it's a part I, of the I'm Noah Henderson. I, uh, yeah... First time on a podcast. Yeah. Oh. Uh, first time guest. Oh a long time listener, first time caller. It's an honor, guys. It's a, it's a real pleasure. <laughs> so, I'm very well. excited that we finally have my boyfriend on. Um, uh, it's been a long time coming. Just getting into the lore. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, no. So, Noah, you're, you get to be the first guest to experience the new guest introductory thing that I have come up with and totally have cleared with Amber. So we like to introduce oh our guests to the audience that we have. So I just want to ask, Noah, what is something you think is overrated and what's something you think is underrated? Something I think is overrated. Ocarina of Time. Legend of Zelda yeah, Ocarina you're right. of Time is way you're overrated. You're right and you should say it. Absolutely. Oh, I lived um, through that. <laughs> I could probably, I, I could probably come up with something better. No, it's fine. It's fine. Be speak your truth, man. And something underrated is um the Kane Chronicles, which I will get to in a little bit on this show on this very episode. Yeah. So. Let's start. So, original podcast "Do Not Steal" is a podcast where uh, once a week. Um, Devin and I, um, and sometimes more than Devin and I, uh, take some sort of, uh, intellectual property, uh, or, or something that isn't an intellectual property, but kind of functions like an intellectual property, and we make an original character in that intellectual property or thing that functions like an original property. Um, and today, um, we got Noah on because Noah knows more than anybody else, uh, about the the rick riordan are we so are we talking like like camp half-blood specifically here or are we just sort of like like rick riordan generally broadly speaking oh i i wanted to talk about rick riordan generally because that's that's actually okay, one of my pet peeves about rick, about the riordan versus that everyone focuses on camp half-blood and percy jackson and i'm like no he's written other non-greek mythology focused books that are also really good including yeah yeah they're there are other books that are really good, and I would love to talk, to talk about them and introduce people to them and get people to stop calling this universe the Percy Jackson universe when more than half of the books in it don't actually even have Percy in them. Perfect. Uh, great. So then today we're going to be talking about everyone's uh, favorite middle school obsession, um, and for some of us, named Noah Henderson, um, uh, so for some uh, of us, it went into college obsession. and beyond. Yes, I mean he kept publishing right. books for you know his last one came out in uh, in twenty twenty. So, or maybe it was twenty. No, it was twenty twenty. Yeah, I'm actually sort of surprised to hear that there was that much of a gap. Um, that like that that it hasn't continued. You know that 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 there has been a little bit of a hiatus. Oh yeah, he's he. I assumed he's it was still a... going. He's made a he's made a definite um, break. He did recently publish a new book that takes place in the same universe, but is just it's not um, as far as I can tell, it's not actually mythology related. It's about like people who Whoa. are like an oceanography school and stuff. It's it's yeah, it's not even doesn't even have any gods or myth in it at all. That kind of owns. Yeah, so, um, it's my so, turn to be the one who doesn't know what the fuck either of you are talking about. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited about that because it happens so rarely. Um, uh, normally, you know everything about what's happening and I don't know anything. Noah and I are both library technicians. Um, and so we both definitely like see these books around a lot. Uh, and, like, I definitely, like, like I know the spot in the library where all of the fucking thousand hundred billion Rick Riordan books sit because, you know, uh, uh, they, they continue to be a, a super best-selling franchise for middle schoolers to this day. Um, so it's just, okay, let's, let's start from the word go. 
Um, I, I would uh, like to chime in that when I was like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I was being an audience proxy because what the fuck is a Rick Ryan novel? <laughs> right. No, that's what I was about to do, Devin. That's what I was about to get into. Um, so uh, uh, Rick Riordan is a is a best selling um, uh, children's novelist. Uh, yeah, who middle does grade, a, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, who does a uh, a number of book series on uh, uh, teenagers who also happen to be like descended from and interacting with figures in various ancient mythologies. Um, so, like most <gasps> famously, too. you have the Percy Jackson. Yeah, um, that's like that's relevant to your interests. Um, so most famously you have like Percy Jackson and the Olympians is his first and, and most famous series. It got turned into like a couple of movies with a couple of more on the way through Disney. Um, uh, and, uh, that's about like this kid who finds out that he is descended from some of the Greek gods. Right. Um, right. and like has to go on adventures running around with them. And it's kind of like a, uh, advent- a comedy adventure series. Yeah, and that's um, and then th- there have been a bunch of others. That's his first uh, five book series was Percy Jackson and the Olympians, and then he makes a sequel um, series uh, that is also five books that introduces. Up until now, you've only seen the Greek gods, and this introduces that there's a Roman god like equivalent and this one has them traveling more and building more of an ensemble team and cast and like that's the one that um that came out more like 20 early 2010s 2010 to 2014 ish and then uh in between those he kind of created uh, a shorter three book uh series of egyptian mythology characters and that's about uh, a brother and a sister who are not descended from egyptian gods but descended from the pharaohs of egypt and it's it takes place in the same universe and there are like aside references to the thing but like none of the characters in percy jackson ever really show up in in uh, those books yeah. But they're my favorite, um, and they're I, super underrated, and pe- more people should read them. They're really good. Carter Kane is awesome. The, the, the Kane Chronicles specifically? Okay. I, so I, uh, I didn't know that all of the series were actually in a shared universe. Like, I read all the Percy Jackson stuff when I was in middle school, right? But I, I, I haven't, like, kept up. So, yeah, that, that, that's new information for me. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, they're all, they're all, and eventually, like... The Canes and and uh, like Percy Jackson and the Half Bloods at Camp Half Blood they meet up and in a series of short stories. Damn it! I'm a slut for continuity. Shit! The Marvel movies work on me. Damn it! Yeah, yeah. It it didn't get too crossovery. Like all of the all of the series are their own things. They never had like a big crossover. Ooh, now you get the Greek and Egyptian and Norse all in one big old series that never happened, but there were, they didn't do the Avengers. Yeah, but they definitely acknowledged that. Yes, these take place in the same universe and you know, are, are a whole thing together. Okay, sick. Um, uh, so, so Noah, you, You've watched a lot of, uh, or you've watched a lot, Jesus. You've you've read a lot of these books. Um, I've been inside of your room. I have seen the shelf. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. Do you wanna do you wanna talk a little bit about like maybe your 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 relationship with them? Um, what you like about them? Oh, things sure. Like that things of that nature. Oh yeah, sure. And then I should I should probably point out then after Heroes of Olympus, he made a third Camp Half Blood series of five novels called Trials of Apollo, and this is about the god Apollo being turned into a mortal uh, as punishment by Zeus. He is turned human, and he has to regain his godhood. And this involves um, like actual history, like Roman emperors and such, and that's another thing. And then in between, sort of Heroes of Olympus and uh, trials of apollo he made uh magnus chase and the gods of asgard who which follows magnus chase a teenager who dies in like the second chapter of the first book and goes to valhalla and he and his friends have to prevent ragnarok and it's great um so yeah that was just 
it ended with Trials of Apollo ending, and he hasn't done any major work since then. Anyway, so, talking about uh, the works and what they mean to me, they... <clears throat> I think I actually got into them from a recommendation from you, Amber Autumn. Uh, it was, it was because the, like people were reading it. It was like 2006, 2007, like the, the second or third book in the original Percy Jackson series had come out, and I bought them at a Scholastic Book Fair and read them, and like yeah. you were super into Greek mythology. I think from the age of mythology. <laughs> video game yeah <laughs> yeah and that we were also and we were also doing a greek mythology uh uh section in like our social studies class and these just grabbed me and drew me in and i loved them and they were so cool and then you know he finished they're really the funny like does that yeah, does that yeah. hold up are they still just as funny because i bet they are oh they're i mean some of the jokes have aged poorly not because they're like uh like problematic now but just because like oh wow haha this is very like 2000s like it's dated <laughs> in that sort of sense right but but yeah right, no right. they still they still are great and yeah they're they can be funny they but they also don't sacrifice drama and characterization they're one of the big um things on tumblr like when tumblr fandom was big and heroes of olympus were a thing it was one of the things that everyone loved and like got into and like ooh, like got fandom art made and everyone loved that so yeah characters lots of shipping lots of uh, fandom culture around that. Anyway, he ended the series, and I was like, oh, okay, that was a good series. And then it's like, oh, wait, he made more, and he's doing more uh, uh, mythologies, and oh, it was it was so, so cool, and followed that, kept following that, even when, like, I was a senior in high school, and then in college, like, carrying around these middle school kids brightly colored books to classes and reading them in my spare time it was really cool it also helped like he really the the cast of percy jackson and the olympians is overwhelmingly white and overwhelmingly straight and then as he went on in the series he really took initiative to like diversify and like in terms of gender and sexuality and race like the entire cast and like doing that in doing so he like just as speaking from personal experience he normalized a lot of things and speaking from like other people's personal experience i thought like he was really one of the first major children's book authors to really lean into that whole sort of thing like he had a trans character or like a, a transgender gender fluid character in uh, Magnus Chase and also like a devout Muslim character and he's had like so many a lot of representation like way back in 2013 and 2014 when that stuff was just creeping into children's books and that was I, I just think a lot of people like use that and compare him to like JK Rowling who's like yeah, people are gay, but I'm yeah. definitely not putting it in the books, and I'm also not going to put black people in the books except in, like, very minor roles and shit. So, yeah, it feels good having bet on the right horse in the Rick Riordan versus J.K. <laughs> Rowling uh, race. So, yes, yeah, you got that one right. <laughs> yeah, and also, it, I should note, he has also started uh, a sort of imprint of... Uh, other people, people from different cultures, making sort of an yeah. own voices uh, imprint. So he's got like people publishing Rick books Ryan about African American yeah. mythology and uh, Mayan and Aztec and uh, Mexican mythology, Korean mythology, Hmong. There's going to be one about like West African stuff and like getting people, authors from those backgrounds to write those books which he didn't feel like people kept clamoring him hey write about hindu mythology hey write about this and he was like i really don't feel like i'm qualified to do that but here let me get a an author and you know put my name behind her so that people will buy her books and she can write about like all these other things that she has more knowledge about and i just think that's so cool instead of just doing what jk rowling is doing and like hey i'll just do it all myself and not care what the people from that culture think so yeah 
Yeah. Uh, uh, Rick Riordan, like, it absolutely sort of, like, sort of became, like, like a little bit of a, a, a of a meme, right? The, like, J.K. Rowling fans versus Rick Riordan fans and, like, like the ways that those two authors, like, were approaching progressivism. Yeah. Um, and I stood uh, atop my moral high horse with my Spider Wick and Magic Shop Chronicle books and went, you guys both are nerds. Yeah. <laughs> I read the Spider Wick Chronicles uh, in middle school. I forgot all about them. They were like, I read them, I read like three of them in one day. I don't have the strongest defense because they were really informative fiction for me at the time, but I don't. No, I, 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 I get it. I explain why. <laughs> oh, that sounds so cool. Yeah, I, I totally get that. I also kind of was obsessed with them, mostly when the movie came out. Speaking of which, yeah, everyone in the Rick Riordan fandom hates the live-action movies that, like, 20th Century Fox made. I think they're, I mean, they're not good, but I don't, like, despise them for existing, which a lot of people seem to do. But, uh, yeah, and there's going to be a new TV show, so, yay, I'm glad for the people who wanted that. I, I'm i okay with it, I guess. It's fine. This is fine. It's fine. I don't need a better version of the books than I already have in the books, so I don't need a different version. It's cool. Um, let's talk a little about, uh, the world, if, if, if that, if that makes sense to do, uh, okay. if we're going to be, if we're gonna be making a character in the world, um, we're like aware that there like is mythology happening in it, right? But we haven't gotten a lot more specific than that. Right. I um, kind of want to hear you describe what you remember from the worlds. Totally. Having not read them, um, uh, oh, like okay. probably I get since it. Sh- middle sh- sh- school. I can do that. So I saw okay. the first movie <laughs> okay, go one time in middle school, and I remember some oh, white God. kid went to yeah. uh, camp, and then uh-huh. the black satyr showed up, and then some lady showed up, and it was like, oh, it stole my lightning, and Percy was like, I'm the special boy, and then they went to a casino, and then they went to hell, and they had that one chick who plays Ahsoka Tano, and the girlfriend in Clerks 2, whose name I always feel bad for not remembering because she's really talented, showed up, and was Persephone, and then Hades was the devil, and then Percy Jackson was like, I found the lightning, and then a sequel happened, I think. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. amazing how much all the things that you said are, like, technically true while not conveying what the movies <laughs> or books were about and in any way at all. Can, um, can, I, can, I, can I make a guess? Sure, make a guess. Go for it. So I'm guessing we use the, like, collective memory of mythology thing to reinforce the whole like collective shared experience of adolescence and so it's like oh remember when you were in middle school and also remember mythology at the same time and the ways in which these things overlap that doesn't happen at all this book is written for (laughs) middle school they don't remember middle school as anything other than what yesterday Fair enough. I was super wrong. No, it's okay. But you are think... correct in that, like the our culture's collective memory of the mythology is what makes the mythology real in this world. It's like our beliefs power these like gods into existence. Oh, so it's like uh, American Gods with Neil Gaiman. Yeah, I guess I haven't read American Gods. I like it. Did pick it up sometime. It's a pretty easy read. What can I remember about the Rick Riordan verse, as it, as it is of course called? Of I have the, no idea Rick what it is officially literary called. Most universe. people call it the Percy Jackson books, which I have already established my problem with that. But yeah, I call it the which Riordan is, verse, which sucks, which blows. We hate that shit. Yeah, it, it annoys me. But yeah, I just call it the Riordan verse. I have no idea what other people call it. Like who you want to describe it? Like in general. Okay, um, so uh, so the the gods of various mythologies exist, right? In like, and 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 they do the whole like it's 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 contemporary. It's a contemporary setting. Um, so they do the whole like slightly anachronistic like the gods are walking around in Hawaiian shirts thing, um, 
and and playing video games and uh and 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 most of the experience of running through the books like you get obviously your own storyline stuff um but structurally most of the books are about running you um sort of semi-episodically through a series of like myths and stories from the original mythologies reimagined in a contemporary context so um the casino that devin mentioned earlier is the lotus eaters from the odyssey um uh but it's it's a casino now because it's reimagined contemporarily right Um, and medusa runs like a garden gnome emporium that sells like garden statues right and also the medusa yeah yeah and also the uh the crusty's waterbeds is like he's a waterbed salesman in los angeles who like will stretch you out on the waterbed like in the theseus story but like it's funny because he's a mattress salesman and sleazy and yeah right um and that's like that's like the core joke of the whole thing right and it's a good joke it keeps working so, uh, so, so there is, um, Camp Half-Blood is a concept that's come up a couple times in this, because it's a pretty central figure in that series of books, the one that I have, the one series that I have read, um, yeah. uh, where, um, you have the gods, really old, um, immortal, and also they fuck a lot, um, and they probably don't use that word in the books, but it's true, um, and so the gods have a lot of kids, um, and so there are a lot of demigods running around, um, obviously, you know, like, like Hercules is like a figure who exists in the world, but like Percy is, is, has like, has divine blood in him as well. Um, and those kids who, uh, who are half, half human, God, half I like, God. I like, yeah, yeah. Um, demigod, demigod, demigod. Yes. Thank you. Oh, you were uh, okay. Yeah. Like they, there, there's a few symptoms that show up. Um, like dyslexia is a common symptom of being a demigod. If you like aren't aware of that. Um, oh yeah. And so there's a summer the Greek camp. Greek alphabet was showing up when Percy was in middle school or whatever. Right, right. Greek so, gods, Greek demigods are dyslexic and they also have ADHD, which stems uh-huh. from the fact that per, uh, Rick Riordan was. Originally, his original job was as an elementary school teacher, and he started the Percy Jackson series as, like, a story for his son, who also had ADHD and dyslexia and, like, learning disabilities. And, like, he was like, oh, well, okay, I'll, like, it was a bedtime story about, like, a hero who did all this stuff. And, yeah, that's kind of Hobbit-esque in this um, so there's there's a summer camp where if you are a demigod, you can go to, uh, I don't know, learn to be a demigod to um, train to, like, fight monsters. I don't I don't remember, like, what exactly the exact point of Camp Half-Blood is, um, but there's, like, a bunch of different, like, cabins for, like, you know, like, if your parents are, Af- if your mom's Aphrodite, you have, there's, like, a cabin for that, and if, like, your dad is Zeus, there's, like, another cabin for that. Those are those are the those are those are things I remember about the Rick Riordan verse. I know it's all very mm-hmm. Percy Jackson focused, but you know, understandably so. Um, how'd I do? Uh, you did pretty well. Yeah, you remembered stuff. Um, Camp Half Blood is basically I've heard it described as like Hogwarts for jocks. Like it it was essentially <laughs> it was essentially made up to be kind of a Hogwarts esque place. Uh, but obviously this this series takes place in America. And Americans don't have a lot of boarding schools. The closest thing we have is, interestingly enough, like summer camp uh, as a sort of concept. And so, yeah, the point of Camp Half-Blood is to train demigods in, like, combat and basically surviving. Because the thing is, the gods all survived and moved with, like, the spirit of... I don't know, Greek culture and democracy and Western civilization. Keep in mind, this was written in 2005. And so, uh, yeah, they all are in America now, but so are all of the monsters and all the threats. And monsters can smell demigods and want to kill them. And the more powerful the demigod is, the more monsters they draw and want who want to kill them. So Camp Half-Blood is there to train demigods uh, to not get killed, because that's a thing, the world is out to kill you, and, yeah, you need training, and sometimes and you, you just need to, to stay in Camp Half-Blood forever, 
uh, until, like, uh, basically because you're too powerful. You... So you you stay in Camp Half Blood forever, like? Okay, no, I guess not that, but like, it's it's established that most demigods don't survive that long. Those that do sure. tend to live dangerous and not fun lives. Sure. Um, um, and also, also keep in mind, uh, another important concept of this world is the mist, which is a basically a. a a substance that disguises all these supernatural things from mortal eyes. Like, uh, there's in the series a Cyclops character who is Percy's brother because, you know, son of Poseidon and Cyclopes are children of Poseidon too. So, yeah, he's Percy's half-brother. But, like, in the mortal world, he just looks like a regular human, a regular two-eyed human. But, you know, uh demigods and some mortals can see through his appearance and see that he is in fact a cyclops um and this there are some places like camp half-blood that you can't find if unless you can see through the mist and that sort of a thing and control yeah it's a it's a whole thing it's basically the the version of like why don't we know about all this stuff and it's because uh of this concept that uh rick riordan drew from the odyssey that like has a lot of poetic references to the mist clouding people's eyes and stuff. Oh, huh. Whoa. Yeah, Rick Riordan took a lot more from, like, the original Greek myths than some people give him credit for. Like, he reads that, like, the actual, like, texts and stuff. It's wild. But yeah, those are the major features of uh, the Percy Jackson one, just the first series, so yeah. Yeah, we want to start thinking about characters. I feel like I haven't heard from Devin in a while. And so, Devin, as, like, the newcomer here, is there anything about any of this that grabs you? Yes, but real quick, because I've been fitzing around in my brain. Was Bruce Campbell in these movies, or am I remembering Sky High? You, you, He was in Sky High. Um, I, I'm not sure if Bruce Campbell was in... Uh, these movies, they seem like kind of a thing that he might be in, but I don't know. Oh, and also, uh, I mean, now I'm just thinking, he was in Spider-Man, and that's in New York, and the gods live in New York. They live on the 500th floor of the Empire State Building. Uh, or maybe it's so... the 1,000th. Oh, I'm a fake fan. <laughs> I just spent 20 minutes explaining it. I'm a fake fan. Anyways, so the most fanfic thing to enter my brain is you were like there's monsters and stuff well what if one of the gods boned down with a monster and now you have a demi monster kid futzing around where does he fit into the universe who likes him i imagine not a lot oh that actually happens uh as i mentioned percy's cyclops brother uh had with uh poseidon and an earth god i don't know Tyson's mom doesn't really come up, but it's assumed she was a monstrous-ish person, and she gave birth to uh, Tyson, this one really nice Cyclops dude who uh, is, yeah, is a monster, but also a demigod. So, yeah, yeah, that, that, sorry, not to burst your bubble, but yeah, that's a thing that happens in his address, like, the gods bone down with a bunch of people, and and there's also kind of a theme of, like, they are deadbeat parents, like, they are not involved in their kids' lives at all, and, like, at the end of the book, Percy Jackson basically makes a deal with the gods, like, alright, I just saved your asses, you guys need to fucking acknowledge your kids, pay your goddamn child support. <laughs> Oh, you would 100% have to get Zeus in court to pay his child support. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, Zeus is... I mean, a, a plot point in the books is that, like, the co- the more powerful gods, the big three gods were Zeus, Hades, and Poseidon, and they were having too many kids, and their kids were canonically responsible for World War Two, and they had to make an agreement. <laughs> they, they had to make an agreement between them, like, we won't have any more kids... And uh, then they they all broke that promise, of course, later on. But yeah. Okay, so okay, I just real quick. So when you say that their kids were responsible for World War Two, I mean that. Um, 
Like, did they give birth to Hitler? Uh, FDR was Zeus's kid, Winston Churchill was uh, Poseidon's kid, and Adolf Hitler was Hades' kid. What a fucking insane detail to have in that world. I mean, this is a thing that gets peppered in, like, everywhere. Like, oh yeah, random historical figure was a child of this god or goddess. Like, that's a that's a thing that happens. Um, I think, like, Washington... That, that, like, that happens in... In Warhammer, the the Emperor was Jesus and Hitler in past lives. Yeah, uh, George Washington was a child of Athena, and, like, uh, uh, you know, yeah, just a basic... Or some people are, like, children of minor gods. I, I seem to remember William H. Seward, Lincoln's Secretary of State, was a child of Hebe, the goddess of youth. Yeah, it's it's wild. But yeah, yeah, they were they were responsible for uh, World War Two, and yeah, that's the thing, kids. If you are a kid of one of the more powerful gods, monsters want you. Fish fear you. So monsters it, want when you. I when I watch <laughs> when I watch HBO's made for TV movie, the conspiracy about the Nazis planning the functionality and legality of the Holocaust. Were they all sons of the gods too? <laughs> uh, n- no, probably not. Not a, like maybe some of the higher ranking ones were like children of the really fucked up gods. Like, I don't know, not even hate like nemesis or like, yeah, one of the mean gods, but yeah, I think canonically Gavrilo Princip was a child of Eris, goddess of discord. And he's the guy who assassinated Franz Ferdinand and started World War One. So yeah, Eep. <laughs> yeah, this is the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, and there's like funny things like uh, in like the trials of Apollo. Apollo like keeps talking about what he used to do. Like he uh gave Babe Ruth like a bunch of home runs in a World Series. He uh was there like when the Beatles were recording. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, I was responsible for a bunch of like musical and archery and like medicine accomplishments right, in our history. Plot. It's kind of funny. When Steve Spielberg made those movies, old Apollo was there. Yeah, yeah, basically. So, so um, that's that's a fun direction we could take it. We could just like... Like Rick Riordanify uh, a, a historical figure and give Thomas Jefferson a Miku binder. Oh yeah, um, yeah, we could, we could. <laughs> Noah sounding extremely excited about that idea. No, yeah, I mean, uh, let's see, who would, who's the god? I guess Apollo is the would be the Vocaloid god. So Miku Vocaloid. Um... Yeah, I guess. I, I I'm sorry, know. the Vocaloid God? Yeah, because Miku Miku, Vocaloid, she's a Vocaloid. She's a computer singer, so if he had a Miku... No, no, no. I... I... God damn it, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean... I'm upset about it, but it makes sense. That's a whole thing. That's I mean like that's like like that's what the world is right is yeah, it's like it is. yeah okay so we live in 2022 and there are vocaloids who's gonna be the god of the vocaloids yeah and then um, uh, just a quick summary in the Kane Chronicles the underrated Rick Riordan Egyptian series that no one reads um, they are Egyptian magicians and they are not the children of gods but they are the blood of the pharaoh which means they are the children of pharaohs Mm. and like there's this whole thing about like how egyptian magicians are dying and like it's it's a dying out thing and they have to fight against the serpent of chaos apophis and (laughs) and uh they like i'm sorry i just like i can't take the fucking phrase serpent of chaos seriously anymore yeah it's... it's been ruined for me yeah and uh let's see and they have they like live in Brooklyn because Manhattan is where the Greek gods live, so they're like in Brooklyn on the uh, east bank of the river, which is where you know you're supposed to live in Egypt because the west bank is for the dead. And yeah, they basically Cute. train a bunch of people in the Egyptian ways of Egyptian magic and they get like kind of possessed by gods the gods the gods don't like have kids but they possess you and like can 
influence your actions. They like merge with you, and there's also uh like Hot. the like the the child of um the line of pharaohs that uh Tutankhamun belonged to, King Tut. And his father, the god, or the pharaoh who tried to convert all of Egypt to uh, monotheism, the son of the sun god. And apparently they, the gods cursed that bloodline, and so like they all die before the age of 18. And yet they've still somehow managed to procreate and have kids up to the modern day. So like, yeah, he's like uh, sick and about to die and everything. Oh, and also uh, the sister main character has a crush on Anubis, the uh, jackal-headed god of death. And Don't she ends all. up in a relationship with him. Hot. Yep. Um, so, uh, so so, my instinct here um, is I want to come up with the most, like, like, the most unbearably contemporary thing that we can think of. Um, find a mythological connection, then build a character around that. Okay. I'm open to suggestions about what the most unbearably contemporary thing, like a like, like 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 what's the god of memes? Look NFTs. Like, you know what I mean? NFTs. Um, oh my god! Oh, that's so good. Yes, please. I I I gotta. Okay. Right, so... Devin. You right? Uh, I don't have a good reason to say no. So NFT god. Who's mm-hmm. the god of the blockchain and Ponzi schemes? Okay. That well, like, would probably be a god of trickery or thieves, so I'm thinking either Loki from the Norse myth or, like, Hermes from, uh, from, like, Greek myths. I, I... Oh, Loki would 100% invest in NFTs and then everything would blow up in his face! <laughs> Just, oh, yeah. no! So, so... Ah! <laughs> Just Fenris Wolf being like, Dad, I don't think you should buy these apes! <laughs> Loki, Loki running into Asgard to be like, All my apes are gone! I'm thinking so, like... Oh, what? What were you going to say? No, I was just going to say, so, like, Loki is already, like, a figure who exists, right? And so we're probably trying to come up with, like, a, a child of Loki, right? Um, uh, but yes, absolutely, like, someone who is, like, like, yeah, related in, in some way to, to Loki and NFTs, like, can we make a connection there, you know? Um, I'm thinking that maybe this is, like, a child of, like, Hermes, maybe, who is jealous of, uh, Hades, the god of wealth, or Pluto, the god of wealth, and, like, trying to trying to become like tap into that maybe like because yeah it it also has to do with like money making and i'm like who's what are gods who like money so yeah i'm like like can we get like like two kids who like meet at camp half-blood and they like Invent NFTs. Can they invent NFTs? Can yeah, we, sure. Can why we, not? Can yeah, our OCs can be the people who like are responsible for that? Yeah. Yeah. As yeah. Okay. Sure. They can be the <laughs> NFT uh, creators. Kids who meet at Camp Half Blood. And... Ooh. Ooh. What if? What if they? Um, they. So NFTs. The thing about them is that they're immutable. They're like the thing about the blockchain is that you can't change it, and it's like there forever. So immortality has to come into it at some point. Like they they somehow tap into the immortality force yeah. from like the monsters or the gods or something to like make something that is exists permanently online. Yeah, um, uh, uh... I like, okay, so, so when, can I, in, in Percy Jackson, when you kill a monster, they turn into, like, sulfur-smelling dust that then, uh, goes, goes down to Tartarus and reforms, sometimes taking a couple years, sometimes shorter, um, and... That's how monsters keep coming back. That's how even though Medusa was killed in the myths, she's still back in the present day. So I'm thinking, what if in, like, the server room where the blockchain is stored, 
they have like the whole thing they have all the computers running on this sulfurous monster dust that is constantly like regenerating and staying obviously it's evil and it's propagating and it's like but it's immortal like it keeps existing yeah so we like these are like these are, we have like this these these deuteragonist figures right where they're like um th- they don't seem like they're the villains of the story to me, but you know, when you're reading a, a, a high school, middle school book and you've got the mean bully girl character, like yeah. that sort of energy is the energy that I'm reading out of this, where it's like, where it's like, they're not the villains, but they definitely are secondary antagonists to yeah. the, to the protagonists who are like around being fucking annoying and causing problems oh, because yeah. they want to get their NFT scheme going. Yeah. They're um, the, they're the Malfoy to like Kronos's Voldemort. Exactly. Absolutely. Um, uh, yeah. And this is, this is, we said like child of, of, of Loki and Hermes. Did we, who who did we say? Um, Hermes maybe. Yeah. I, I think Hermes might be it. Or I suggested Pluto, like a Roman, uh, child of Pluto due to the wealth aspect. That's another thing yeah. I didn't bring up. The Roman gods have their own camp, and it's on the west coast. Camp Half-Blood is on, like, Long Island, and uh, Camp Jupiter, which is the Roman camp, which is structured after, like, a Roman, like, legion, they're over on the west coast and in, like, California, Bay Area, and they have, like, their own city and shit and, like, a senate and everything. So that exists. And the whole Heroes of Olympus is about the conflict between them and the Greek camp. But, yeah, like, I know Hades wasn't centered around wealth so much, but Pluto, his Roman counterpart, was. He was, like, god of everything that is under the ground, be it oil or gems or gold or, yeah... Or the uh, server farms, yeah, yeah. Or or under underground Bitcoin Bitcoin mining server farms. Um, yeah, I just, I don't or, know or, how or if farm. that if Pluto needs to be a part of that. I was just like he was the most wealth based god I could think of off the top of my head. No, I think I think I wanted to be Pluto. I think I wanted to be like I I wanted to be Pluto. That sounds good to me. Okay, okay, Loki and Pluto. Oh man, and then we're marrying shoot, we're marrying like everything. We've got like the the monster sulfur from the Greek stuff and like the child of Pluto and then the child of Loki from Norse mythology, which exists and oh my gosh, and then like I still don't have Egyptian in there. We'll get that somehow. I I so we have a duo. I've tried like we've done a couple of duos before but I feel like there's a few like classic duo combinations that we've never done that this that like given that there's sort of a dearth of characterization of these two other than this thing that they're doing. Um, so I'm like, what are some good duo combinations? You've got the 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 the, the Mario and Luigi thing. You've got the like um, uh, two dumb goons thing, although they shouldn't be dumb. They should be smart. No, they should be smart. You have to be smart. Um, uh yeah, like, uh, uh... I'm thinking Child of Loki is, like, super hyperactive, always caffeinated, always on, like, always fast-talking, like, trying to... He's the he's the guy who sells you the multi-level marketing scheme. Totally. And then, um, uh... And then, and then you do the ship dynamic, right? Where the other one's, like, the other one's totally dry. And, yeah. And, uh, like totally seems like he doesn't have time for any of this other guy's shit um oh yeah but uh uh but that's like but like secretly finds it charming like Mm. and then you have these two people who everyone hate but also it's like kind of cute um and that's like a weird tension that the audience has to live with oh yeah audience Um, uh please don't take into like we're making these kind of fun characters, but we don't like the people who make NFTs. Please don't interpret this as, like, we ship right, no. actual NFT creators. Fuck NFTs. We hate them. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Do we not take this the wrong way. We want our characters to be, like, delightful shitbags. That's the energy here. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
uh, are they actually in love with each other? Is it? I think they are. I think it's. I think there's a. I think there's a romantic relationship between the two of them. Are they? Okay. Okay. We're making them gay. That's that's good. I've decided that. That's cool. Um, All right. Yeah. I was going to say, but no, there, the Devin? ship thing is when they have like all the chemistry there, but no thing, but like, but no like explicit thing, but no Rick Riordan. Rick Riordan makes his gay characters explicit. Okay, so so yeah, the the child ooh or oh oh no oh we're getting very close to all or nothing, which I'm not sure how much you guys know <laughs> about uh, that because I was about to no, suggest. No, I know about all or nothing. I was about to suggest making the child of Hades the fast-talking, sleazy one and, like, flipping it and making the child of Loki the down-to-earth, like, calm, neutral one. But then I was like, oh, no. Oh, that's all or nothing. (laughs) Oh, no, God, we're doing it. Okay, fine, whatever. We're fine. That's that's okay. Okay, the thing is, that the reason that All or Nothing took off is because if it were fleshed out a little bit more than a 30-second Tumblr post, it would be a cute pitch. Um, uh, so... Okay, yeah. Like, we yeah, don't that's... have... We don't have to flesh it out more than that. And we also don't have to scam people out of money, but yeah, yeah, let's... That's let's right. uh, flesh it, let's... let's. Sh- okay, should we flip the dynamics or should we go classic, Loki's the sleazebag... Pluto is the down. No, let's point. flip the dynamics. Let's do all or nothing. Fuck all it. right, all right. Fuck it. We're doing all or nothing. Um. Okay. So yeah, we're Hades all in the... on all or nothing. Okay, Hades. Devin, do you know what all or nothing is? How much are you? How how lost are you here? I don't know what the fuck's happening. We will link Incredible. you. Uh, we will link you a video about it. Sure. It's a whole thing. Yeah, so, um, uh, uh, do we want to give them names, looks, appearances, vibes? Okay, let's see. Um, I feel like, uh, okay, uh, what's, I want to, I want to find out what the Pluto one is, because Well, this kid has a stupid hat. He has the stupidest goddamn hat. It's not a fedora, but it's just really stupid. He has a stupid yeah, fucking yeah. hat. He has a stupid We're talking hat like and he a... loves it. We're talking like a, a, let's see, what's the stupidest hat that isn't like, <laughs> like the fucking cat in the hat hat. I mean, it could a fucking be trilby. Ooh, that's pretty good. What did you say? I said a trilby, but the, the cat in the hat hat is pretty good. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. If he's gonna like go to a, a rave in the late nineties, that's uh, that's a great one. I don't even need the specifics of the hat. To okay, he just has a dumb find. hat. I just know he has a dumb hat and he loves it. He, he loves the hat. stupid hat that's too yeah, fucking loud and it doesn't match with anything. Okay, and he's he's really... Let's see, I like to think that um, the child of Loki is now he's more of a, a behind-the-scenes uh, kind of guy. He's he's not the the pitch man. He's the guy who who makes it all happen and who uh, oh and Loki's Loki's kids in the Riordanverse can canonically shapeshift like Loki could. Do does does he slash they have like a like a like a default form like a true form or um I mean. N- uh like humanoid-esque but yeah like that's it's very like fluid he and his kids like and i mean the literally the gender fluid character in magnus chase is a child of loki and uh she uses her uh shape-shifting forms to basically like yeah as like a part of that sort of heritage It, it all ties into her story about yeah, her name is Alex Fierro. Okay. Um... So yeah, the the child of Loki can shapeshift. Don't know uh, how much he. Have we settled on that they're both guys? I I think yes. I think I I want them both to be men. Okay. Okay. So or, or boys. It, he doesn't have to shapeshift a lot, but I imagine that could be useful in doing cons. Let's see the the child of Hades. I I love the idea of like a really personable, like affable, talk your ear off child of Hades. 
because like all the ones in the books kind of kind of fit into the doesn't talk a whole lot kind of moody sort of dude but i i like the i think i think he's so more focused on the wealth aspect ooh is is he the child of like wealthy parents does he have like is he from like old money sort of a thing Yes. I think he shows up in an Oh Ascot. really? Okay. Yeah. I was I was going to go with no because um like that's why he's making the NFTs, right? Mhm. I okay, was going to so... go with yes because he's he comes from old money, but he's newer generation, so he's got that inferiority complex, so that's why he's trying mm. to get new money in this new way. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And ooh, I love the idea that he dresses up like, like an old timey like funeral director, like, but in like the fancy kind of way. Like he's got the pinstripe black suit and like the hat and like the the carnation in his uh, in his lapel, and he's like, like fast talking the, like he's yeah. I a... was thinking the same thing. What? Yeah, I was, I was, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I love that that idea. Like he, he's always well dressed, always looks good, always, always ready to ready to tell you exactly uh, what you should invest in. And his gosh darn raccoon boyfriend, who's just a fucking mess. Oh yeah, we are doing a Tom Nook Red sort of a thing. Uh, uh, great. Um, we got uh, a name. Names. Let's give them names. Yeah. Um. Let's see. And I like the idea that Hades' son's name is Cole, because you know, like coal miner, old money. His dad's in the pit. Coal miners were not. Did not have a lot of money. I don't know. Yeah, but no, because the the owners of the coal miners. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cole. Ooh, can we have can have a last name be Banks to to signify that he's rich like the like freaking Fresh Prince of Bel Air, Mary Poppins type of thing? Hell yeah! <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, obviously, obviously. Cole Banks, yeah, Cole Banks, love it. And let's see, and who? What's what's Loki's whole thing? Let's let's see, Loki. You should have. I I want him to with keeping with the magnus chase thing i want him to have like a scandinavian either first name or last name like he's he's sort of a let's see what's a what's a like anders maybe his first name is anders i like anders um what's a what's a what's a trixy last name um, McSwaggins. <laughs> I was gonna say um. what's <laughs> a, a, what an epitaph say? is that uh, like is I I think is the thing I'm thinking of is epitaph, but like in I'm gonna just say an example so you can put together the thing, but in oh I forgot the name uh, fucking American Gods is a character yeah. whose last name is Lysmith. Something of that, and then it's Loki Lysmith. It's just some words thrown together in a way that essentially equal him saying, I'm a liar for my last name. I think that'd be funny. Okay, yeah. Yeah, like, um... Crime doer. No, um... Crime doer! Um, like, something to the effect of Lysmith by itself isn't bad. Um, yeah. Uh, just like L-Y... S M I T H, right? Um Lysmith. Yeah, yeah, that's not bad. Oh my god, we literally made them be gay and do crimes. We made them be gay and do crimes, that's right. <laughs> These are the bad crimes. <laughs> <laughs> so not that we made them be crimes be gay and do crimes, parentheses derogatory. Yeah. Um Yeah. Perfect. Who's Let's see. Who's the sassy gay one? Well, okay, I guess that's Cole. Obviously. Let's see. What else? 
what are some other like archetypes we can have for like the so i i i i feel pretty good um uh, about like where we are on these characters yeah right now um uh i think i think our next step is to have um uh uh each of us come up with like one more detail about them is the okay, is the okay. is the classic next move for us um okay real quick cuz i couldn't find another place to shoehorn this in but i would like it if at some point in the whatever novel they show up in they're just like yeah lo- my dad loki was pat mcafee for like 50 years that was weird <laughs> what he was like the the one software developer dude who died and made yeah. McAfee software. <laughs> All right, yeah. Let's see. Oh, um, McAfee, you led a crazy life. Ooh, ooh, I've got one. Um, I'm gonna say that uh, Anders Lysmith, the child of Loki, he's the guy posing. Uh, for all the ape photos, he shapeshifts into all the bored <laughs> apes and like poses for them, and that's and like um, uh, and and Cole is the one drawing them. <laughs> I'm gonna say that they're all like just drawings of his boyfriend. That's so fucking funny. I love that. Um. <laughs> my Uh, my thing for cole is that cole is a mama's boy and falls apart so like the bit where hermione punches malfoy in the face that happens but cole like just crumbles he's like mom (laughs) persephone help me (laughs) so he yeah he's he's always like wiring like his mother like ooh can't 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 give us a little more uh a little more money like for our for our little our little uh tech startup <laughs> that's so good what was loki's kid's name loki's kid was uh, uh anders anders lysmith lysmith yeah anders has like a bunch of bandages on his fingers and he's stupid good with animals and eventually you're like okay wh- how are you so good with animals he's like well one of my brothers is a wolf another brother's a bigger wolf another brother's a snake <laughs> and he's just listening to all his fucking oh animals yeah it's like yeah of course i'm good with animals oh yeah one of, oh, another one of my brothers is like a giant snake that encircles the world another one and my horse. sister is half dead so oh yeah hell is like like also death related and underground and also like he would be Anders she would be Anders's half sister. I want Lysmith to be a Disney adult. Uh-huh. Um and and it to like it has nothing to do with the rest of his character and it's frankly totally like anachronistic and it doesn't make any sense and Wait, it's anachronistic um, uh... to have NFTs and Disney adults in the same story. <laughs> Is it? Is it? Is it? It feels like it is to me. If do you know what anachronistic like those are two means? Totally separate groups. You're right. Okay. It's it's anachronistic is when like you're reading <laughs> Julius Shake. You're reading Julius Caesar by William Shakespeare, and like they have clocks in it. It's like when something doesn't fit with the time period. I'm so glad Noah's on this podcast because he's the only one who's going to call me out when I say the wrong word. Yeah, um, you also called like the magic in the James Bond movie Live and Let Die anachronistic and I was like what when do you think so there I'm was overusing... real okay when do you think there was actual real life magic I'm sorry cuz like oh no I think... magic wasn't invented until the 1990s and this movie takes place in the 70s yeah magic was invented in the 90s everyone knows that I'm really surprised it took us this long to get to the part of the show where Noah just starts roasting me about unrelated things. I'm sorry, it's just like, how <laughs> how do you, anachronistic is like a, such a specific concept, like there's no, yeah, it's like. An, no, I know, I'm doing it wrong, I'm sorry, baby, I'm sorry. No, it's okay, I just like, did, did you know what it meant? Or... <laughs> yes, I know what it means. Okay. Me apart. 
No, okay. Yeah, I don't... What? What's in it? But anyway, uh, explain why you think it might be, like, weird to have someone into NFTs be a Disney adult. Um, uh, uh, I... They they feel very um uh let me try a different one desynchronistic how does that one feel is that one okay they feel very like I mean like they not... belong in different worlds like I wouldn't expect one person to do both know, of man. those things give it it's, it's fucking the obsessive way that they Disney adults are into pins and like give it three weeks there will be Disney NFTs <laughs> oh Disney's already made NFTs Disney has already yeah, made see, NFTs. <laughs> There you go. It's super not out of sync, Camper. <laughs> like, they made a bunch of... There was, like, an Elsa NFT. They were all, like, 3D golden models of shit. And, like, there was the Elsa NFT and the Iron Man NFT. And, like, the highest... The most expensive NFT they had was, like, the Walt Disney hand-in-hand -hand with Mickey statue from Disneyland or whatever. Yeah, just Google Disney right, NFT. Well, then I'm wrong about them being unrelated... Fuck you. I still he's I'm making him a Disney adult. Okay, yeah, that's fair. That works. And does this have anything to do with like the Thor movies and mythology in the MCU? Like what does he what does Anders have to say about that and its portrayal of Loki? I bet Anders is like really annoyed about the Thor movies. And I yeah. bet he fucking talks about it. Yeah. And especially like what about the Loki TV show? Like it somehow feels yeah. like it's like it's setting up to to make a joke at my expense. That's where I feel this is going, Amber. I no, I'm not. Would I do that to you, Devin? Would I do that to you? You think I'm stalling? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Okay, that feels that feels like a pair of characters. Do we have any more that we want to say, or is it time for sign outs? Uh, let's see. I think that, um... Uh, I don't think you gave a thing Cole should be Cole. by. Cole should be by. Oh, yeah, it was Banks. Okay. Cole Banks. Yeah, Amber, I don't think you gave Cole a thing. I think you just gave one. Oh, do I have to give both of them? Okay, all right. Oh, okay. sorry, I thought um... you were talking about last name. I thought you said last name. No, I, I swear she gave Cole a thing, like, right before... Right before she came up with the Disney adult thing, I, th I thought she did Cole first. Oh, well, if I'm wrong, then this part of the podcast is fucking awkward. I don't awkward. know. Amber, what did you say? No. What did you say for Cole? No. Uh, no, I, I definitely did not come up with something for Cole. Okay. Um, uh, I want Cole to have a really large, like, like audiophile rig of, like, of, like, really nice musical accoutrement. Um, mm -hmm. uh, that we never see him using, and it's not 100% clear that he actually knows how to play versus just likes the cred that it seems like it gives him. Yeah. Okay. That, yeah, yeah, you know what, that's fair. I feel like, I don't know any tech bros, but yeah, that sounds like a thing they would do. Fuck them. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay, well, in that case, um, uh, uh, my name has been Amber Autumn, um, and there have been other people here with other names as well. I have also been Amber Autumn. That's right. From the Negaverse, and I hate your outfit. Your makeup is uneven. No, that's not true. I've been uh, uh, Angus... Fall, the the alternate universe version of Amber Autumn. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. My name is Angus Fall in a parallel universe. Yeah. Um, uh, I couldn't think of, an of another name for Steel. Amber, so I, had, I came up with the first name I could think of that started with the same letter. It was, it was Angus Fall. No, you're right. Like, uh, like, listen, she and I are in great terms. We talk all the time. Um, yeah. Uh, Angus and I. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. 
Okay, Much yeah. like this bit is running out of legs, uh, my feeble request to get someone to pay to listen to this podcast is kind of is not good. Fucking, oh well. <laughs> I'll do anything within my power to monetize the friendship. That's the side off at the end. Noah, would you like to plug anything? Uh, I would like to plug my butt. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah, I agree. Good call. Love it. Love that for you. Love it so much. Yep. <laughs> Uh, join us next week um, uh, when Devin tries to get us to talk about professional wrestling, but instead um, uh, we make a a Doctor Who uh, villain. Oh, you fi- oh, you promised that forever ago. I know, and we're finally here. We're finally um, here. Okay, cool. Uh, fun Greek mythology theme sign off. Uh, uh, yeah, how'd I do? Was that okay? Yeah. Pomegranates. Uh, uh, golden apple. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>